Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. live and i'm danny cleffinger here with alex gruskin below me uh family feud style is that what we call it brady bunch style and to my side there that's zach cohen tennis.com writer and of course gambling aficionado as well gentlemen it has just been far too long since we've gotten a chance to talk about wagering so first and foremost happy valentine's day now that we've gotten that out of the way let's talk about some of the storylines that we are loving across tennis right now and the first thing that I want to talk to you guys about is Wu Bing because becoming the first Chinese player to lift a, tro- a tour trophy, he saved four championship points against John Isner in America. I mean, unbelievable performance out of him in Dallas, but just how high is his ceiling? I'm going to turn it to Gruskin first. Well, happy Valentine's Day to both of you, Zico. You know you're always number one in my heart, so it's great to get to spend this day with you formally. But we do a uh, running gig on our show. I think the greatest of all time discussion gets old. We talk about who hasn't been eliminated from that race. Scholars are arguing that Wu Bing is still alive in the greatest of all time discussion. You look at what he's been able to accomplish, not just last week in Dallas, but over the course of the past year, he's 46 and 9 overall over his past year of play. Now, a lot of that has come at the challenger level, but he's beating guys week in, week out. We see having success at ATP events. He got Ben Shelton a couple of times at the end of last year, a guy like Alexander Kovacevic as well. And I had the chance to sit courtside for Wooey Bing at the Cleveland Challenger two weeks ago. He makes the final there. In describing his game, all I can say, Zico, is I view him as one shot better than his opponent. He's going to come up with one forehand that you're not. He's going to track down that one backhand, beat you down the line that you're not able to track down. He's just really good at everything. And when you're good at everything, you become very entertaining to watch. It's interesting you say that because John Isner's quote after the match was it's hard to hit a shot towards him that he's uncomfortable with. Just a great ball striker um, were the compliments out of Isner. And it's someone that's been around the game as long as he has. Those are high. That's high praise coming out of him. Zico, what impressed you the most about Wu Bing? Yeah, Isner said it himself after the match that he was just unflappable. Like, I just think that playing Isner in a tiebreaker facing match, I mean, it's just coming away with that win is unbelievably impressive. Uh, and like, you know, Gruskin said, he's he's such an all-around player where he's generating so much power from his forehand side, his backhand side, and then, you know, his movement is unbelievable. There were some points in that match where Isner definitely thought he had him beat and he just found a way to win the points. And, yeah, I'm just really impressed with him. I just hope that he uh, can stay healthy. What a word, unflappable. He is unflappable. That's it. <laughs> is a great word. From a wagering standpoint, curious if there's any types of matchups you guys think that you could maybe wager on him coming up, maybe some matchups that he can exploit, like a type of player um, that he would have an advantage over Gruskin. 
Well, I would just say first round Indian Wells, Miami, because he's still roughly 60 in the world after his run in Dallas. And there's a world where he's playing, I don't know, like a 17th seeded Alex Demonauer. And I don't hate that matchup for him. I think you have to have a weapon to hit him off the center of the court that tournament in Cleveland, Alexander Kovacevic beats him in the final. It was because he was just willing to take chances, go down swinging. You have to be able to do that. And certainly there are, oh, so many guys in the top 50 who be will who will be willing to do just that. But I think you got to have a weapon. And I think if you see him in a matchup versus anyone who doesn't, the physicality is not the problem. The tennis itself isn't the problem. It'll just be getting accustomed, Zico, I think, to that level of play. And I'd, I was, I was, you know, I was thinking about what I was going to say before today's show. And I was on the phone with, I was going to say, a former top 50 player. In reality, just a college coach I'm close with. And he was saying he thinks Wooey Bing's in the top 10 by the end of next year. He wow. was that confident coming out of Dallas. Zico, are you there yet? Yeah, I think maybe if it's not top 10, I think top 20 for sure. I think wow. he's just a really good player. Um, I think that was a good example you gave him an hour. I think that. You know, anybody with without like an elite serve is in trouble against him because he's such a good returner. Uh, and we saw what we did against one of the best servers in the world. So it's really he could beat anyone. Well, speaking of serving, let's take a look at the women's game for a second. And Alicia Parks, because she has been phenomenal and potentially has one of the best serves across the women's game. We saw last year at the U.S. Open bombed 129 mile per hour uh, serve that matched Venus Williams tournament record for a woman. So, you know, she's got power behind her, uh, able to pick up her maiden crown over there in Lyon in, in France just this month. Uh, what? else can we expect out of her do you think she's going to be one of those top american women that shortly down the line we're discussing as potentially taking grand slam in not too short of time zico yeah i do actually i definitely think so um i just don't think there are that many players on the women's tour that have that good of a serve i mean she's able to you know she she hits a lot of aces she either she hits her spots which you know sets up really quick points there aren't that many players that can do that. So I think that her power off that serve is such a weapon in the women's game. And I also think that, you know, if she plays against someone that has a shaky serve, she's going to be a really good bet the majority of the time. I see her winning, you know, big tournaments and potentially winning Grand Slams. Gracian? It's, I mean, it's February and Zico's throwing heat today. He's got <laughs> Wu Bing in the top 10. He's got Alicia Parks winning slams. You started that. Yeah. I said top 20. Someone else said it's top true. 10. I don't even know. Uh, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was, quoting, you. no, I was quoting someone else saying it. Let the record I'm a former show. top 50 Although, <laughs> I would also like to be on the record. I think it gets to the top 10. But, yeah, you know, again, since we're throwing heat here in February and you see my background, I'm currently live at a place I like to call Serena Williams Power Tennis Country Club. We don't let Alicia Park's full-time membership yet, but she can come hang out on weekends now. Like, she is totally allowed to use the golf course Sunday brunch. She's always invited. Like, the power is just that real. And when you have that sort of power, you're just going to be able to play on your terms. And it's not just the ability to hit the ball overwhelmingly. It's how well she moves forward. I mean, she is not just a competent volleyer. She is a darn good volleyer. And when you hit the serve like she does, you're going to have time on your hands. When you hit the approach shot as well as she does, you're going to have first volleys. She puts those first volleys away. Now, the big question, all of her success, not just here this year, but at the end of last season as well, where she won consecutive 125 Ks, all of it's on indoor hard courts. 
You know where the best surface for big servers are? Indoor hard courts. And so do I think she'll be awesome at Wimbledon? Absolutely. Do I think she'll have a lot of hard court success? For sure. I do want to see how she does when things slow down a little bit, maybe even at a high bouncing Indian Wells. I'm not at slams yet. She's clearly a top 50 player. Well, she did say that indoor hard was her strength. And going into that tournament, she was coming off of Parma, which of which of course is clay, um, able to switch surfaces that quickly and then come in and win a tournament. Um, just how impressive is that? It's awesome. I, it really is. And I do think the foundation was set at the end of December. And I was looking through the numbers. You look for Alicia Parks, who's up to a new career high, 51 in the world, 36 and 28 over her last 52 weeks. She's 11 and six against top 100 opponents during that stretch of time. She's also won eight of her last nine against the top 100. So frequently you see players work their way up the rankings and they won't collect that collection of top 100 victories. She's gotten it. She's been tested against top competition. Did you see her matchup against Caroline Garcia, the best server on the WTA tour? Parks outdid her. And it's like, well, okay, if you can do that, you have our attention. It's funny you mentioned that too. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. go ahead, Zach. No, I was going to say, I think her hold percentage is already at like 82% this year, it's which nuts. would have been good for the best in the, like on the tour last year, I think. So, you know, I think it was Garcia that was one. So, you know, it's, it's that matchup really said a lot. And I just think that, you know, doing it where, you know, Garcia was at home shows yeah. her mental toughness. Like, I, I just really, I'm high on her a lot. Garcia owns the event. It was the only road match in the history of tennis. She goes on the road and she beats Garcia at home like it happened. Yeah, it was very, very impressive. So exciting to keep excited to keep an eye on her for sure, um, especially when you talk about, you know, different American tennis players jumping into bigger conversations. Uh, none other than someone that could make a statement is Danielle Collins playing tomorrow. She plays Iga Sviantek and Iga's, you know, transition back into the game, of course, taking a little bit of time off after the Australian Open. Really fascinating quotes to read from Iga uh, after taking a break. She said she wants to lower expectations of herself. That's something you don't really hear all that often um, from a player. She just, I guess, was too hard on herself, seemingly, is what it sounded like after not playing perfectly at the Australian Open and wanting to change directions here. But she does have a matchup with Danielle Collins, and it is a good opportunity for Collins. Zach, would you make a play in this one? I think I would lay off of it. It is interesting that you brought that up because I think before the Australian Open, she was saying that she relates a lot to Barty, who had just retired. So, you know, the, I don't. I wonder where the mental stuff is with her. Um, but I actually think that if you look at the board in Doha, I, I just think that kind of every single underdog like oozes value on that. And like every one of them can win. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Gruskin, would you take her at all would you take Iga like staying away from this Collins match just looking at Iga moving into the French Open she's got the best odds it's at minus 125 though you're not getting any value really with Iga Sviantek but yet do you still think she can take time away from the game like she did and come back and win uh, a title as big as the French Open 
Well, I do think EGAT m- minus 125 just at this stage of her career, that's like Apple before it blew up. It's like we've seen it from mm-hmm. EGA. She's won two French Open. She's the seventh youngest player to three major titles on the women's side in history. There's a little nugget for you just thrown like in. It. It's just like she's minus 125. That's value. I would take it, and you're ha- you'll have plenty of opportunities to hedge with pretty good odds at times throughout the course of the tournament if you don't like a matchup. Now, in terms of Doha – I'm going to quote one of my college roommates. Dude, I'm nervous. Like, I'm <laughs> nervous. You know, that's as always, I'm nervous. Um, I'm nervous when I look at this Doha draw. Every yeah. matchup, to Zico's point, you can make a legitimate case for the underdog. I mean, you know who would be miserable to play in your first match in two weeks? Big hitting Danielle Collins, where you're like, can I just get, I don't know, two minutes of rhythm? And she's like, nah, not today. And it's just like up and down the board. Ostapenko's played great. Gula hasn't played in a while. That's a fun matchup to watch. Haddad Maya, Kasakina, put two hours on the board. Let's rock and roll. Like, a, so we're taking the over in all of these matches. Yeah, that's what so I was going to say. Or to Zico's point, throw on every underdog. At least three of them are going to win. Wow. Parlay them all together. That's a nice little thing. Now we're, now we're talking. <laughs> that's the get rich quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Couldn't get my fingers moving fast enough. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the return of Carlos Alcaraz to the game as well. Really interesting to see his matchup with Jarrett over there in um, Buenos Aires. You can get him at minus 350 to walk away with the win. That's about as low as odds as you're ever going to get for Carlos Alcaraz early in a tournament to walk away with a victory. Um, Do you think he's going to come out really strong? I know, Zach, before we hopped on this live, you mentioned that you think Jarrett could maybe even steal a set from him. Yeah, I think that Jared can win a set, and it's plus money odds to get him to do so. I think that Alcaraz will probably win that match and find a way. But Jared's a good clay court player, and I just think that's going to be a little bit more competitive than even Alcaraz will want in you know, his first match back. I have two words. It's not I'm nervous. It's parlay zone. My like, Isn't that smack dab in the Alcaraz money line parlay? Throw him with whoever else you like throughout the course of the day. Like, it's clay he's home and as good as laszlo is on that surface what's going to do to hurt alcaraz consistently i think this event in buenos aires is actually the event i'm most comfortable betting this week because south american clay court swing is just challenger 2.0 like that's all it is all of these guys have been doing this for months consecutively and so there's just such a significant sample size of data to turn to that i think this makes this event this much more forecastable. I got a couple from Buenos Aires to throw at you if you guys want to hear them. Oh, of course Go we do. It. All right, let's get to the Buenos Aires action. I have five on the board right now. I do like Carlos Alcaraz. I would do a little money line parlay between he and my birthday brother, Juan Pablo Varias. And for what it's worth, Juan Pablo Varias, born exact same day as me, October oh, really? 6, 95. Yeah, so I always like... Cool factor... Well, it was funny because on his birthday last year, he was he had made his top 100 debut or like just snuck into it of the live rankings for the first time. And similarly, I had, we'll say, made my T2 debut as a broadcaster. So I was like, I was like, we're on the same pace. I was like, this works. It's okay. I'm not behind. Like everything's working fine. But, you know, and he's about to get underway. So it's going to be off the board pretty quickly. But I like Juan Pablo Frias. I like Alcaraz. You parlay to them together. It's about minus 135 odds. It's just a two-leg parlay. You got me all excited with these five wagers. 
Sanders. I thought well, it was be a five leg parlay. Well, no, I got three other ones. Yeah. Oh, no, okay, no, yeah, okay. exactly. I've got other Little names to turn to. Exactly. Because you can turn to other options like Lorenzo Musetti on the clay courts. I think he's going to look pretty comfortable. You can get him minus three and a half games tomorrow, minus 135 odds. Like, or uh, maybe it's minus 145. I think it might have ticked up, but like still. I feel pretty good about that one as well. Yeah, minus 117 for Alcaraz to win, Varias to win straight up. I just don't see Sosa having the fitness to keep up with Varias. That's obviously the one people will be questioning. That I, I just, again, the sample size is there. Check the numbers. Well, you heard Gruskin talk about T2, but also all over Tennis Channel this entire week. You're going to see tennis from four different continents. So make sure um, you tune in so that you can not only make some money, but watch some great tennis. Um, Zach, I do want to get to Novak Djokovic because you and I talked earlier about a very, very enticing wager that you can make. And that's how many slams he's going to walk away with um, when this year is all said and done. Um, Of course, he lifted his 22 you know, trophy number 22 in terms of a slam um, in Australia. So does he get two, three, or four, Zico? Yeah, so I picked him to win three, just giving him a little wiggle room to mess up a little bit. But I do think that there's a pretty good chance he what wins all of them. What are you getting at? Sorry, uh, plus 250. Yeah. Mm. Like mm. Plus 550 for him to win four, by the way. I just I, – he's he has to slip up somewhere. <laughs> well, that's – I mean, again – Unflappable is a word someone threw out <laughs> earlier. That's uh, Novak Djokovic to okay. a T. Here's the thing. Plus 150 at the French Open. So I was going to do something similar today where I was going to say, let's just place the money on him now because Novak Djokovic plus odds at a major who can beat him. So far, no one in the field has shown that they can. You can probably sew up that Wimbledon title. You know, that's the next one coming for Novak just because none of the other younger guys have have that track record of grass court success. You feel confident in them. U.S. and French are the interesting ones because it's the end of the year. Younger legs help at that U.S. Open event. It has traditionally been the one that's gotten funky of late. What have we seen from Nadal to say he's the favorite at the French? Nothing so far. Now, he's earned that benefit of the doubt perennially but what was the number for three plus 250 yeah and then you can make plus 150 bets individually on them as you go as well zico well zico that's the valentine's day gift it's definitely a valentine's special you can also take three and four and you could probably make money both ways so But the interesting thing, I do want to zero in on the French Open because you just mentioned maybe he does walk away with a win there. I did put money on him and plus money. The the moment he lifted that Australian Open (laughs) trophy, I went straight there and sprinkled some money on him to take the French Open as well. But it's very interesting here. Nadal's at actually plus 250 and Alcaraz is at plus 175. Would you Mm -hmm. lean towards Alcaraz there maybe? I would. I think that's the second pick and we'll see this week what he looks like. We haven't seen Carlos Alcaraz play in like three and a half months. It's been a while. Let's celebrate that one tonight. Certainly excited to see his form. I mean, I'm like trying to imagine the world where he comes out and it's a flop. And it's just like, there's no way, right? There's no way Carlos Alcaraz isn't going to be better this year than he was last season. Yeah. I, like, And by the way, maybe you do half a unit on all three of those guys. Plus money odds right now. It'll vacillate a little bit more as we get closer why not? Let's sprinkle a little bit. Zico, French Open. 
Oh man, it's funny though about Alcaraz. I was like nervous when I first saw pictures of him coming back. I thought he looked really skinny, but I think he got like he got big again, or it was just a bad angle or something. <laughs> so now I'm no longer worried about him, but I was to begin with. But um, yeah, I guess at the French Open, I'd definitely go Djokovic. And part of me wanted to take Tsitsipas. I think it was like plus seven fifty, plus eight hundred, because I just think that that's pretty good value. And I know that he got you know he lost in straight sets to Novak at the Australian Open, but he was pretty competitive in those last two sets. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Look, we have actually people watching and tuning into us right now. I'm actually very flattered. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Valentine's Day, but they have it picked themselves. Jack Sock, straight sets is minus 135. Um, over a semi-pro is a play here. Thank you, Jerome, for um, your pick. I like it. I like it a lot, actually. Uh, do either of you two have a comment? On well, former f- former Fed chair Jerome Powell is in on tennis betting. I suppose that's great to know moving forward. Um, yeah, lower those interest rates for us. But look, he's playing Maciej Pekotic. I think that's how you say the last name, the former Princeton standout who has a full finance life. You can read the story about what he's been doing, why he hasn't been able to give up tennis on tennis.com. It was a really, really well-written piece. I think it was out today. Um, and that's a really good take from Jerome Powell because having been in Cleveland, we saw Jack Sock. He's now working with our dear Tennis Channel colleague, Nick Monroe, who uh, has just put in the work Jack's in shape. He's making a final push. He understands the window is closing. You want to be a top 100 player? You want to go play a few more slams, collect those paychecks? It's got to be now. I mean, this is just teed up for him. A first-round victory he can't let get away from him. As such, if he's focused, he should win in straights. Well, you know what? We all have some wagers ourselves. It's Valentine's Day. We've got to give you the gift of love. And by doing that, that's the best way we've got to do it is show you all of our wagers on the day. Uh, Zico, walk me through what you're looking at. Yeah, I went with Zapata Morales over Schwartzman, just mostly as a play against Schwartzman. Uh, Diego's lost 10 of his last 11 matches. So I think you're getting plus money on a guy facing one of the least competent players on tour right now. I just think that that's a, a decent value play. Um, as far as Dimitrov Herkoc goes, uh, Dimitrov's actually 2-0 and in that head-to-head series, and he's played him really well. I mean, I just think it's a tough matchup for Herkoc. I do think that he'll kind of, you know, get one get in the win column for the first time, but not without it being, like, a little bit of a battle. And then the last one with Wawrinko over Gasquet, I just think uh, Stan's looked really good in the last two matches I've seen him, uh, especially over Bublik in the first round here. And then, you know, just the way he looked at the Davis Cup, he just looked a lot of – you know, there's a lot of intensity in his eyes right now, and I'm excited to see him play this match. And look, Brett is on the same every dog has its day theme uh, as Aranka mm-hmm. over Benjic at plus 130. I am taking a look at that Delray Beach matchup mm-hmm. between the two Americans, Ben Shelton and Marco Cerrone. I, I think Shelton, just having been just freak, just recently at Florida, will have probably a little bit more of the home court advantage down there, but I think it's going to be great. It's a tricky first draw for him as well with Jerome. So I think it could go three sets, and at plus 125, um, I liked the value in saying that this one would go to the distance. Gruskin, you you already talked about Musetti. Any extra thoughts on that one before we call it? 
my extra thought would be yours is my favorite pick of the day, DK. I think that's <laughs> I think that's excellent because Giron is playing the best tennis of his career, and it's not headline stuff. You know, he's lingering right around number fifty in the world, but. You know, no one has driven the Ben Shelton bandwagon harder than I have. Mm-hmm. Giron's going to make that match physical. He's got the backhand to get the ball deep into the court, make Ben have to earn it. Ben misfires it all. Marcos is going to be right there keeping pace with him. I love that play from a value standpoint. Yeah, I feel like a wimp with my odds. I'll tell you this. Z- the, the odds that Zico <laughs> goes 1-2, and two, it's not unlikely. I think I'm going to go one and out. So let's roll with it. I love it. And shout out to Hasten for the nice part in the middle of the graphic screen there. Very on theme. I'm all about it. Thanks, guys, for joining us on Heart Day, Valentine's Day. Uh, hopefully we get to do this again soon. Best of luck on your wagers. This is Tennis Bets Live. Make sure you check out Tennis Channel. Tennis coming your way from all four continents.